Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, live from the WDCX studios, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back, Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiella. Welcome back from a week ago, Mike. Time flies. I'm telling you, this year has flown by. This year, we're, we're in the sixth week, Mike. I mean, come on. I mean, but so much is going on. Oh, you're right. You're I right. mean, there's, you're you know, right. we, we're going to give dates and updates and all kinds of numbers. I, I love your numbers, man. Steve, <laughs> Steve Tyre, along with Mike Fiel, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of, of Eight Days of Hope. Every, excuse me, every Saturday morning, we share some God-sized stories with you. And today, Mike, we have one of our missionaries, a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. His name is Brian Dragetz. Awesome. Brian lives in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and he's kind of in transition right now. So, so you don't even know this part. So Brian is a missionary with, with Eight Days of Hope. Okay. He travels the country and he helps lead volunteers mm-hmm. to love and serve people after natural disasters or human disasters. That's our sex trafficking oh, okay. yeah. part of our ministry. We'll, right. we'll talk a little bit later on. So he travels the country. And so recently, hmm. God showed him clearly to sell his home. What? He did. Okay. Not knowing where God was leading him to next, but wait to hear today the story of how God connected the dots. Wait a minute, wait. I, I, I got to hear that once more. God, 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 God he told sold him, his home. He sold God his home in Indiana. Know. All right. Not 100% sure where God was leading, but believed that God was leading him to another area of the country wow. to serve with eight days of hope. Wait to see how God orchestrated all of that and where he's going next. I'm looking forward to oh, this yes. show. Yeah. So, yeah, it just sounds like a story of faith. You know, oh, yes. without faith, it's impossible possible to please him but but you got to step out and say boy i'm looking forward to this story so yesterday valentine's day oh yeah yeah oh, my yeah. wife and i i surprised her and took her out to dinner to the place where we actually had our our um our wedding not our ceremony but our wedding bash okay yeah so we uh we went over down on transit to a an establishment and had dinner and just kind of hung out we dressed up and she always looks amazing oh. but uh, couldn't wear jeans that night. I'd I'd got my hand slapped, so <laughs> had to wear some real big boy pants. It's kind of hard for you not to wear. <laughs> yeah. To wear the, but anyway, yeah. Did you uh, Did you have a good week? We did. You good. know, um, like I said, we especially this time of year. You know, it's busy. You're you're a month or two past the holidays. We just we like to just sit. My wife and I love to talk. We just sit and That's talk, good. and we have a we have a meal together. Uh, a little fireplace, you get that stoked up, and we just kind of hang oh, out. Oh, how romantic, you know? so, too. I like you know, that. Um, but yeah, there's time, there's a time to go out, but we just kind of like, yeah. just let, let's stay home alone with each other. I get it. There's it's nothing good. wrong with being a homebody. Yeah. Right? Not all the time. We, we love the, I mean, I can tell you about many restaurants, as you know, sure. and Buffalo is a great, greatest place oh, yes. in the world to eat. Yes, you know? yes, and yes. And we visit them, but I like to stay home. You know, I asked some of the leaders of 8 Days of Hope when they came to Buffalo last year during 8 Days of Hope Buffalo. More information about that, go to our website or YouTube channel. But um, that was one of the things I I asked them. We had many leaders say that was their most favorite trip ever, which I thought was interesting because when we did an outreach last summer, it was to help out families in need Mm -hmm. who didn't have the means to take care of the house that they lived in and owned. Our goal was to help out 100 families. We helped out 375. The local church was amazing, local businesses. Again, more on that March 21st when we announced to our church partners and business partners our plans for July. But our leaders went on and on about the people in western New York, right. how nice they were. Because a lot of our volunteers come from the south, right? Right. Southern hospitality. And when you go up north, now please hear me in love, 
You know, I've lived <laughs> in up north for 40 years of my life and down south for 20 mm. years of my life. Yeah. So do the math. Yes, I'm that old. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> they remarked how nice the people were. And then right after that, they talked about the food. Oh, absolutely. Those two go hand in hand. City of Good Neighbors is who, yes. is who yeah, we are. Right. And we've been dubbed as that. And, and that, that's true. I mean, you get to the, uh, a local restaurant, and it, it's almost like a happy place. I mean, people are nice. Yes. I mean, they, you know, um, so yeah. In a lot I mean, of I variety, can... too, with the university right down the road. That's right. Now, this is not a food show, so <laughs> <laughs> please don't switch styles. We're going to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. Today's guest is Brian Dragets, but Mike and I love food. Oh, I'm telling um, you. How you doing with your resolution? I'm down three. You're down so it three? was down a quarter, a half, and then Robbie Ross stopped me in the hallway and said, Steve, I can help you. And I'm like, no, there's not enough help. It's going to take a lot more than one person. But I'm, 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 I'm going to do it slower this time, but I'm at three. Okay. I started before the holidays okay. and, and dropped five. Oh, okay. okay. And so I, I was hoping to <laughs> – here's the key. I was hoping to maintain that. But holidays bit me a little bit, and – we're just now getting bit. Well, yeah. we, we grabbed a few, but you we're going be- to get rid of them. You better take it off now because with disasters, I mean, March, right. which is right around the corner, mm-hmm. is a very busy time for the year of, for disasters, right. uh, tornado season. So, again, we're, we're disaster experts. I hate to say <laughs> it, but it, it works this way in the country. Maybe you're oblivious to this, but disasters start happening in February or March down south, and over the period of the next couple of months, it starts inching its way up. Right. So tornadoes in Kansas are more of like April, May, and June. Uh, in Mississippi, it's February and March. Okay. And then it works its way up. And then, of course, you have hurricane season. So um, and when you go on those trips with eight days of hope, it is eight pounds of hope, Mike. You, oh, so you better take it off we, now. You're right. We've been to enough of them that we've, uh, oh, even with as busy as you are on these trips, right. you eat a lot of food because it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Got a great cooking unit. Eight in the Bible means new beginnings, and our hope with ADs of Hope, regardless if it's with our safe house construction ministry, where skilled volunteers travel and, and work with an existing ministry to expand or renovate a, a facility. So uh, these ladies and, and sometimes young gentlemen who get rescued have a safe place to go and to start the recovery to get their emotional, physical, and, of course, spiritual support right. they need. Uh, that's a new arm of the ministry, and that arm is just growing mm-hmm. dramatically. And what about the... Uh distribution part of the ministry. Yeah, so wherever we have a building, right now we're in Tupelo, Mississippi, our headquarters, our national headquarters. Uh, we have a Northeast satellite here in Buffalo, New York, where we're, we're broadcasting today. And we just announced, what, two, three weeks ago, we're going to the Midwest, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So wherever we have a building, we get truckloads of brand new things like furniture, okay. mattresses, roofing, flooring, appliances, cabinets. Mm-hmm. In any church... Any church in any market can sign up to get our distribution email, uh, our ministry email, which will tell you what we have available. And if you have a need in your church or in your community. So maybe you've been trying to invite somebody. You know, maybe someone lives nine doors from your church. They've never come to your church. They had something going on and they need some help. I think it's so cool how God connects the dots because if they need a new roof and your men's ministry is going to go do that, um, you can get your shingles from us for free. That's it. And, and, and so it's kind of like a benevolence fund for churches, right, mm-hmm. uh, without a fun part. It's a, it's a way to meet the needs of those who have nowhere to turn. Yeah. And so um, we've given away. I mean, we're, we're tracking right at around $4 million of product. Really? Yeah. In Buffalo alone, two weeks ago, 
I think it was 11 or 12 different churches mm-hmm. picked up product for somebody in their church or in their community. In Tupelo, wow. Mississippi, I think it was three. And so, four, yeah. So anyways, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Click under what we do. Look at distribution ministry, and you can sign up. It's very simple. I think it asks like five questions. The name yeah. of your church, your nonprofit number, a contact person. It's easy. So, Eight Days of Hope, Disaster Relief, Rapid Response, Distribution Ministry, yes. and Safe Houses. Yeah. We think come around May, we're, we're going to be able to launch an expansion of that ministry. We're excited. We have some unique things coming up March 25th. If you're listening in Birmingham, Alabama, Tupelo, Memphis, Tennessee, I know people listen from around the country, not because of Mike and I, but because they want to hear what God's doing, right? Sure. Uh, we're going to have a symposium, in essence, for uh, the youth of Northeast Mississippi. We're expecting twelve to 1,400 kids, parents, really? and we have experts coming in from around the country to teach the kids mm-hmm. how to protect themselves against traffic and yeah. to be aware of maybe when their friend might be falling into the trap. And we're just going to educate Mm-hmm. What what is going on, the challenges, and what the church can do and is doing about taking care of some of these uh, young ladies and young men who've been rescued. You know, just a comment on that. <clears throat> God has blessed Eight Days of Hope in Tupelo with that amazing facility mm. for a moment such as this. And Amen. to use it for... For these purposes and others, others trainings. There's been other training there. Yeah, we we've, we've uh, we have a training facility there where we, if, if you if you know how to cook, if you think you are up to the challenge of cooking for 80, 90 people a day at the rapid response trips, or helping a team of cooks to cook for three thousand volunteers a day on a rebuilding trip, uh, just email us. Email us at info i n f o at eight days of hope dot com. We'll train you. We'll equip you. And you will have a blast mm. because you meet cooks from Louisiana. I mean, you don't understand them, but they make really good food. Oh, yeah. I mean, they do. But they got great hearts. But you, you'll meet people from around the country. Right. And if you like to cook, do you like to cook? I do. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I uh, Probably busy lately. They haven't got to it, but uh, make an awesome sauce. Start there. I was going to ask you, what's your number one dish? Sauce, meatballs. I love to try okay. to get the in, in it, and you know, interesting. Of course, grilling that's something different. I always like try different things there, but uh, yeah, okay. I make some mean eggs. I do really, you really? Yeah, do you do you get them sunny side? Can you can you flip them right? Is oh, yeah, right? yeah, really? Yeah, that's I do eggs, pancakes, and sandwiches. That's about <laughs> as far as I go. Cereal, you too? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, are you one of those guys that eat cereal at night sometimes? Yeah, yeah, sometimes without even putting anything on it, just. Reach my hand in a in the box. Right. No. You're making me Here hungry. Here we go. Here we go. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight <laughs> Days of Hope. When we come back, we're going to meet with Brian Dregitz. Brian is a missionary with Eight Days of Hope, and he is going to be. I'm not going to tell you yet. We're going to let him tell you a story of how God led him to sell his house to go to full time ministry full time, and he raises every penny of his own support uh, to serve with Eight Days of Hope. Um, it's going to be mm. quite the conversation. Can't wait. Let's go. Yeah. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiella here on Hope Reigns. Thank you so much. It is a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, 8daysofhope.com for more information. We'll be back in a minute as we talk to Brian Dregitz here on WDCX. Hi, this is Robbie Raw. I have some exciting news. Are you a business owner that is honoring God in all you do by operating your company in a manner that is consistent with biblical principles? Then you're going to want to be listed in the upcoming Kingdom Business Bureau. This includes small and large business owners in the U.S. and Canada. 
Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Go to Kingdom Business Bureau at gmail.com for more information. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with Eight Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros, we rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. Oh, man, I'm telling you, as usual, you just look all put together today. I've got a couple toothpicks in my eyes because we've been going hard lately. (laughs) But uh, Steve Tiber here, and I'm sitting next to Mike Fiella. Our co-host, Mike, you have deep roots in Buffalo. You know, I've known, I was t- I was telling someone about you last night hmm. that you've been a leader at Kingdom Bound. Was it for like 32, 30? I mean, I know you're still a part of it, but yeah. since its inception. Since, since, since it started. Uh, <clears throat> born and raised in Buffalo. Yeah. Married my high school sweetheart. Uh, oh. 42 years of marriage and, you know, daughter and six uh, six grandkids. It's just, wow. but it's been, you know, ministry-wise, <clears throat> kind of like the, I'm the guy like behind the scenes a lot, you know, okay. Church on the Beach, Kingdom Bound. Yeah. Uh, of course, Love Eight Days of Hope. We've yep. been working with that. Um, I had a radio show years ago called Pure Power right here on WDCX. Oh, my gosh. We had a great time. But How just fun. the years of uh, being in the community, um, you know, and, and, you know, an associate pastor at a time in the church, I'm all saying that that's not Mike Fiella. It's just, you know, you know how it is. God places you sure. at different places at different times. Yeah. And just use your gifts and Amen. enjoy what he's put on, putting on your uh, plate. So, At some point down the road, I'd love, I'd love to hear your testimony. So, mm. we'll, we'll, you know, what? maybe that's what we'll do one week. One week, okay. maybe you'll share your testimony. I could share my testimony. Maybe we'll have a testimony Saturday. That'd be great. And, and give people an opportunity to share their three-minute story. Let's do that. Yeah, okay. All right, we're going to do it. Anyways, hey, today I'm really excited to have this gentleman on. His name is Brian Dregitz. Brian, um, I met a couple years ago. We'll we'll hear in a minute how he learned about Eight Days of Hope. But he's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. If you go to our website, Mm 8daysofhope.com, click on uh, who we are, and you'll see missionary program. Scroll on the bottom, and you'll see a picture of Brian and learn more about him. But uh, good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. So Mike and I were talking this morning, Brian, Mm -hmm. when and where did you hear about Eight Days of Hope? When did you get involved with the ministry of Eight Days of Hope? My first trip was Lafayette, Louisiana, so that was two and a half years ago. Um, And the interesting thing is I was down in Dallas, Texas. I ran into a couple other ambassadors with Eight Days of Hope, and they told me, hey, come with us to Lafayette. So the next day, I followed (laughs) them to Lafayette. (laughs) I didn't know that. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, no tools, no work clothes, no sleeping bag. I just showed up and uh, fell in love with the organization there. Are you kidding me? No tools, <laughs> no sleeping bag. They did feed you, though, didn't they? <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, so I'm from Indiana, so I live in Indiana. I was down in Dallas, and I drove to uh, Louisiana with them, followed them. I mean, it's, I just met them for a day, and then the next day I'm, I'm following them to an organization. I have no clue what they do other than they do some construction after a flood. I'm like, let's go. I'm there. Oh, my. And that was, we we were in the Cajun Dome, a Division One basketball right. arena. That's where we fed everybody. We did our morning worship and devotion. That's where our volunteers slept. One side of a concourse of the building That's right. was the men, and on the other side was, the, that was a really cool venue. But so, Brian, so, so God shows you that you're supposed to go to Lafayette, right? And, and so yes, you're sir. driving, you're following people you just met. Um, so you must have a lot of freedom in your life just to be able to do that. Yeah, so uh, I was a high school Bible teacher for five years, and I had left the school. I was flipping some houses, so I have the Bible background, the construction background. I was down in Dallas sharing the gospel with homeless people on the streets. Oh, wow. Um, so I had this heart for ministry, and then I met A Days of Hope and realized it's the combination of witnessing and sharing the gospel mm along with construction. Man, that, that's right in your wheelhouse. And you know what's cool about this, Mike? So he's an illustration. Okay. I think, you know, we always tell people, just come to 8 Days of Hope. God's mm-hmm. got this, right? You don't have to have it all figured out. So most people that come to 8 Days of Hope, they bring gloves, they bring work boots, they might bring a hammer, or, right. or they know what they're getting into. But boy, talk you must be a man of faith, Brian, just to say, all right, here we do. Here, you know, you don't even know where you're going to sleep. So where did you sleep? And, and did you get a mattress or or... or what happened there? How, how, how did all your needs get met? Yeah, I uh, went to the dollar store. I bought an air mattress and a blanket, <laughs> and I froze my tail off. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right, because it was cold. That's right. That at night they didn't turn. Oh, that's right. Yep. Oh, I'm yep. sorry, Brian. No, since then I've learned. My truck has blankets and sleeping bags and air mattresses and a cot. I'm, I'm ready now. But, uh, yeah, it was it was great. Like. I remember sitting in a leadership meeting to lead a work crew, and I just couldn't wipe the smile off my face. Mm. I was just so excited because I see it as construction with a purpose. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. It, yeah, it, yeah I, I've done construction in the past, and it's, it, it's not fulfilling. And I see with Eight Days of Hope, like, I get to do some construction, but the ultimate purpose is to share the gospel and mm. to meet people who are in need of hope. And that's, that's the part I love. My, this this guy is a free spirit. <laughs> I, but I love it. But, but, I love okay, it. so 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 you're a missionary with Eight Days of Hope, which means, at the end of the day, um, and, and and you know what? Let's before we go there, share a little bit more about your personal life. You know, I, we know you're from Indiana. Um, I, you know, tell the listeners, you know, what else you're a part of, and then I want you to tell the listeners. Um, you recently sold your home, not knowing where you're going next. Share a little bit about that story as well. Yeah, so uh, I grew up in Indiana, got saved as a young boy. Uh, I knew in high school God had called me into ministry. So I went out to uh, Word of Life Bible Institute. I got to learn the Bible, went on to Appalachian Bible College, where I got a Bible degree and a camping degree. And then I traveled the country and worked in a bunch of different Christian camps. And all along, as God opened a door, um, or as God closed the door, he would open the next one. 
And so I just continued to follow, okay, God, what's next? What's next? And so I knew my life was for service. I knew that I wanted to, I remember at Word of Life, there's a commitment that says, all I am, all I have, all I hope to be is yours. And I remember going forward and, and committing my life to Christ that one day. And, uh, and so ever since then, it's just a matter of, okay, God, like, what's next? What's next? And so um, even to the point where I'm single, um, I see how that plays a part into what I get to do. And so, uh, yeah, God continues to open new doors. And so I say, okay, God, if this is where you want me, um, that's where I'm going to go. And so just recently, I realized I, w- I have a house. I've had this house. I, I completely gutted and, and renovated. Um, I've been living there for nine years. Realized that um, I'm never home. I'm always on the road. Wherever Eight Days of Hope goes, I want to be there. And so uh, I had some friends who sold their house and said, hey, move into mine. I'm never there. I'll clean out some bedrooms for you. Uh, and I said, just don't get comfortable because I'm going to sell it in the spring. Okay. And they said, well, can we buy it? And so in a matter of three weeks, I had sold my house to my friends. And uh, so I didn't know where I was going to live. Luckily, my parents were nice enough. I have a bed at their house. I have a 10 by 10 storage unit and I have a truck. And uh, I just knew God was getting ready to move me somewhere. I just didn't know where. Mm. And listeners, you're going to find out in a couple of minutes the rest of the story. And so, you know, Brian, (laughs) um, you know, you take the step of faith. You've served with Eight Days of Hope. Share briefly, um, think back to one of the trips you went on. And, you know, we're always wanting to share one God story, just where God showed up. He provided when when there was a need, when, when God used you or other volunteers to minister to the hurting. But just share before we tell the listeners what happens next in your journey, because right now you, you sold your house, you've, you know, mm-hmm. you've got a truck, you got a 10 by 10 unit and you got a bed at mom's house when you're when you're <laughs> not out serving for for the Lord. But but share a God story before we we finish telling the rest of the story. Man, there's so many. Um, I guess one of them that. Um, yeah, there was a, a lady named Sharon in Benton, Pennsylvania, that uh, her husband had died. The way that um, they had treated her um, and him at the end of his life, she was just bitter at God. Mm. I remember going to that home, and we were working day in and day out. And uh, and so as we were there, um, you know, we were inviting her back to dinner, and we would sit down with her and talk with her. And one day she was, do you realize I was never alone the entire day? Someone was sitting and talking and sharing with me the entire day. And, uh, and so she continued to come back to dinner every evening. And as she did, she's like, man, I feel like a mooch. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, this is why we invite people back to right. dinner. Like, mm-hmm. please come fellowship with us. And so as she did, uh, she was able to, she started sharing with me things. She was, I've never told anybody this stuff about mm-hmm. my husband. And, uh, and so she just opened up, and as she did that, um, she, we invited her to church. And so it was the first time in many years that she had gone back to church, mm-hmm. and then she got plugged in. And I know people who kept in touch with her for months afterward that she was involved in Bible studies and inviting other friends to church. Wow. And it was mm-hmm. through us being at her house that God released that from her, that she was bitter and mad at God. Hmm. when it wasn't even him that she should have been bitter and mad at. And so she, God used us to get her um, 
yeah, back into church and involved. And so it was, it was neat to see God, you know, work in that way. You know what's neat, Mike? I mean, when you listen to that story, mm-hmm. he really didn't even talk about what we did for that lady. That's right. It, it wasn't about the work. And I get it. I mean, you know, to me, it's always about having that relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus. I mean, it's not about what you do. Right. And Brian gets it as a leader. And and you've said, I mean, I think it was on last week's show, you talked about how important was, or maybe that was Chris Childs, I think both of you, mm-hmm. you were talking about how important it was sometimes just to listen. That's right. Just to hang out. And what Brian said, that lady said, is that I was never alone. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes people are always alone. That's right. And then a stranger shows up, and they're compassionate. Right. And they meet their greatest need, and that's just sometimes to have a relationship with somebody. That's right. You know, very, very rarely when you first step on uh, a job site or somebody's front lawn when they've go, gone through all this devastation, they don't start the list. I need this fixed. I need this fixed. You'll get that later. Yeah. But one of the first things that are saying either God sent you or I, I, I didn't know where my help was going to come from or they just embrace you and start crying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, isn't that what God does? I mean, he doesn't – I'm not saying – natural disasters are going to happen but for people that would step up god's going to use that to get to the heart and get them you know in in alignment with with christ and 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 the word and and is going to use people like brian and others just sharing those those moments listening those moments and i love what we always say the three minute testimony yes that's think about that if you're going to go on one of these trips develop that three minute testimony say it Go in the mirror and talk out loud to yourself sure. just because that is going to make the most impact on somebody's life. And then you fix their home. So, Brian, you, you sell your house. <laughs> you, you you have your truck. You got a sleeping bag and a blanket because you're not going to do that Lafayette thing anymore, right? You're not going to freeze. Right, right. You've got a storage unit filled, and you travel the country. You travel the United States of America to be a glimpse of who Jesus is. What drives that? Well... I know that um, this life is not the important side. I know that um, that eternity is at stake, and there's so many people who don't know where they're going to spend eternity. And, uh, and I know I only get one life to live, and I want my, my life to count. And so it's a matter of every minute of every day, like, what can I do for eternity? Um, it's, yeah, this life is short. I mean, it's what, 70, 80 years, but we can make a difference for eternity in other people's lives. Amen. And so I don't want to waste the time I have here, um, just working or, and that's fine for some. It's just for me, God has called me to a different purpose. Mm. So a couple months ago, maybe four or six weeks ago, there was a conversation between Brian and the leadership of Eight Days of Hope. And so um, when we come back from break, you, the listener, are going to hear about, here's a man of faith who hears from the Lord, you know, follow these new friends to go to be on the front lines to be a glimpse of Jesus is. He sells his house. He, he downsizes, right? I mean, mm. as, as down as size right. as you can. And, and then God opens an amazing door and waits you here the rest of the story because God all along knew why he told Brian to sell his house. You're going to hear when we get back. Hey, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiala. And our guest today is Brian Dregitz. Brian Dregitz is a missionary. 
He raises his own support. You can go to globaloutreach.org, globaloutreach.org, and look under search the name Dregit, D-R-E-G-I-T-S, Brian Dregitz. And uh, when we come back, we're going to hear the rest of the story. Hope Reigns here on WDCX. Niagara Gutter loves the Western New York community. They've been serving residential and commercial clients here since 1962. Their team of trained professionals is focused on providing customers with the absolute best service and quality possible. Niagara Gutter takes pride in going above and beyond your expectations. That's why they're trusted by the best in the business. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for 15 consecutive years, an A rating with Angie's List for 12 consecutive years, and were awarded the Angie's List Super Service Award for three years straight. Let Niagara Gutter service your home. Check out their website at niagara-gutter.com to read reviews of their service, or call them today for an estimate at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Niagara Gutter. Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Eight Days of Hope is based right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi, and that serves as our national headquarters. Our Northeast satellite's in Buffalo, New York, and this summer we'll be opening up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. If you're a church or a faith-based nonprofit ministry and you have a need for those that you are trying to love and serve, Sign up for our distribution ministry. It's simple. Go to our website, click on distribution ministry, submit the name of your organization or the name of your church, and every two months we will notify you with products that we've been given to allow the church to minister to those who are hurting. Instead of you running out and writing checks and going to your benevolence fund, we get these things for free. Uh, They're usually overruns or last year's model, but it's all brand new. And as long as you're willing to come to pick it up, it's free. You just got to come and get it. Eight Days of Hope serving those in need in the name of Jesus. To learn more about the ministry, Eight Days of Hope, please go to 8daysofhope.com. This is Hope Reigns. To join the conversation, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiellum. We're talking to Brian Dragitz. If you're just joining us, uh, this is a weekly broadcast on WDCX where we share God-sized stories, people who step out in faith and follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, and where they end up, who knows sometimes, but God does. And Brian Dragitz, uh, he's calling, uh, living in Indiana, Mike, born and raised there, has known the Lord for many years, Mm -hmm. loves to serve others, he's gifted with his hands, not all of our volunteers are, he is, Mm -hmm. and he sells his house, Right. he's living... In essence, kind of out of a truck, and he's got a little storage unit, and when he's in Indiana, he can hang out with his family, but um, just taking that step of faith. And you've talked about faith sure. so many times on this yeah. program. Yeah, and he was smart enough to go to the dollar store and buy a, <laughs> a blanket to keep him warm after uh, his first trip. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> that's true. Um, I, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I don't think a man, woman, or anybody would be as happy and fulfilled in life if they didn't answer some call that God places on them. And it's the, it's, it's the things you don't see, you know, that you reach out and grab onto and God grabs you and places you like he's placing Brian. Yeah. And it's part of, it's going to be part of Brian's book because I really believe 
you know, is, as Brian said earlier in the first segment, you know, we don't know if we have to our 70s or 80s, sometimes right. a little bit longer, sometimes quite a bit shorter. You just don't know. And, and yet he's ready to be used. And so Brian sells his house, and we're going to bring Brian back in about 30 seconds here. But recently, you know, we have a facility in, in Tupelo, Mississippi, our headquarters, one in Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York, our Northeast Satellite. But we wanted to go back to the – we want to be in the Midwest. There's a lot of tornadoes and flooding. And when you right. have equipment and people – and a volunteer base and, and a donor base that loves the ministry. Because we That's were right. there in 08 mm-hmm. after the flood of 31 feet of water hit Cedar yeah. Rapids, Iowa. And so I remember talking to a couple leaders, and, and maybe you were part of that conversation. I can't remember everybody. And I said, you know what? Let's look at our leadership team and ask ourselves, if we went to Cedar Rapids and we had a facility there, who could we ask possibly to maybe move there and lead that outreach? Mm-hmm. And so I, I remember, and, and I don't even know if Brian knows this story, but I asked a couple leaders who said, you know what, don't tell me the first name that comes to your head, but jot down a couple names. Okay. Let's just, on a piece of paper, let's jot a couple names. Okay. And there was three of us, hmm. and Brian doesn't know this part, three of us. One person had one name, one person had two names, another person had three names. Okay. There was one name on all three pieces of paper. Hmm. So three different people had the same name. One person had one name, and okay. that was their only person that okay. they saw on our team that they thought would be the right choice. All right. Again, never even realizing if this person would say yes, it was Brian Dragons. That's incredible. Mm. That's God. <laughs> hey, Brian, welcome back to the program, brother. You, you didn't know that, did you? I did not, no. Wow. So I reach out to Brian and say, hey, Brian. Here we go. What's Head. going on, man? Where are you living at? What you know? You know? Are you tied to Indiana now, Brian? You're single, and so right. you, you have a little bit more flexibility maybe than a, a married couple with kids, right? Right. Uh, right. I know. I know your heart's desire is to find a young lady in the Lord, um, and, we, and we're going to stand and pray for that as well because we know your heart. And man, this is not a dating show, but he'd be a heck of a catch for a young oh, lady yeah, out there because yeah, he, he is a, he is unbelievable. The real deal. Oh my gosh! So Brian, we came back and said, Brian, if we went to Cedar Rapids, would you pray about possibly moving there, even for a period of time? Um, when we asked you, what went through your head and what was your process before you made the decision? Well, firstly, I thought, uh, man, I was really thinking I was going south. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Iowa, like really Iowa, um, and so it's only five hours from where I live now, um, and so I was, I was like, well, let me pray about it. I don't know much about Iowa, so I was like, well, maybe I'll I'll go out and see it, and and just really uh, get to pray over the, the city, see if that's really where uh, God's leading. And then I went to a conference, uh, a support raising conference, and up at Word of Life Bible Institute uh, two weeks ago, and I got to meet um, their uh, their first missionary. He's a 95-year-old uh, man. He and his wife are still alive, Harry and Millie Ballback, and they went to the Amazon jungle, and uh, they got shot at by arrows uh, from Indians, um, and I'm sitting there listening to his story. I'm like, he was willing to go to the Amazon. And I'm hesitant to go to Iowa. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of those God-defined moments, man. I mean, come on, hello. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there like, who? Like, okay, God, if this is really where you want me to go, like, who am I to say no? Um, mm. And so, after I remember, just after that evening, I was like, yes. Like, my answer is yes. I don't need to see Iowa. Um, 
if that's if, if that's where God's calling, um, then let's go for it. And so, yeah, and being single and makes it a whole lot easier to, to, to move, to just get up and move. And so... And so here, and here, here you go, right? I mean, you're. Uh, there, there's a verse in James. Um, it's James four thirteen. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this city or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why you don't even know? Why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then you vanish. Mm-hmm. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Um, so to your point, we don't know how long we have. We are remiss. I mean, we're vapor. We, we're here and then we're gone. And like that missionary in the Amazon who has arrows shot at him, I, I, I feel comfortable saying, Brian, when you go to Cedar Rapids, no one's going to be shooting an arrow at you. <laughs> Now, now, there, now there's going to be some challenges. Now, if someone does, you will be on. You will be the front story of every news story that night. So, eight days of hope is going to get a lot of publicity. There you go. Um, but man, I love that you are. Right. You are a man of. I I wish sometimes. Sometimes I live by faith, but there's a lot of times I don't. And when I hear mm-hmm. your story, Brian, you're an illustration of the word of faith. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, let me ask. I mean, when it we 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 talk about faith quite a bit. Is is there a knowing just deep inside of you that I got to do this, or is it I still? I mean, in my life, I think of faith. You got to take a step, and then it starts opening up each step that you take. So, what is it for you that you? Yes, I I need to go to Iowa. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it's just one step at a time. Um, like going back to selling the house. I didn't know why I was selling the house in the fall. <laughs> You know, like, I've been thinking about it for nine years. Like, you know, when am I going to sell this? I'm going to hold on to this. And what a coincidence. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you know, it's going to be a great place to raise a family. And, mm. and it was just like, you know, all these thoughts. And I'm like, okay, well, no. Like, let's get rid of this. Like, God just led me one step of the way. Mm. Like, he wasn't like, hey, Incredible. sell your house because you're moving to Iowa. It was sell your house. And here, I'm even going to provide the buyer for you. And so as I continue to walk through that step, step by step, um, it's like, okay, now um, I have a truck. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a travel trailer, and that way I can just stay on the road. And, um, yeah, so it's just one step at a time. Because, wow. And I truly believe God allows us to only see that one step at a time. Because That's it. Yeah. two and a half years ago, had he said, hey, you know, I'm moving to Iowa and all this, like, I have been like, are you kidding me? Like I just, I just met this organization, mm-hmm. and so yeah, he just walks us one step at a time. So God knew when you followed those friends to Lafayette, Louisiana, with nothing that you would typically need. Because I know most people who are gifted with their hands, they have like it's kind of like you and your guitar, Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their set of tools and they like and they sure. know them and they feel right and right. they like this brand. I know nothing about tools, so I don't know if this brand's better than but people have their tool. They have sure. their kind of like a hairstylist. They have their favorite pair of scissors. But it's amazing to me now, you know, as eight days of hope opens up its Midwest satellite. So whenever there's a tornado or flood in Kansas, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, North Dakota, Minnesota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, okay. Iowa, Missouri, 
Brian will be based out of Cedar Rapids. We'll have about $600,000 of equipment. Okay. A shower trailer, a, a feeding trailer, a bobcat, a bucket truck, uh, two two trailers full of commercial dehumidifiers and fans. So Brian is going to be based in Cedar Rapids, and he'll be the person at that facility when he's not on the road okay. that will kind of be his home base. And so Brian will be speaking at churches and, and businesses, and hopefully others will fall in love with what Brian's doing and will support him as a missionary. Sure. Again, globaloutreach.org, Dragets. Uh, search that name, and you, and you can sew into what Brian's doing. But God knew all along yeah. when you were selling that house, Brian, where he was putting you. Mm-hmm. So, Brad, yeah, did. that's a Steve just laid out a lot of responsibility. Are you ready for this? <laughs> no, you know, I know and that, that part of my hesitation was, uh, <laughs> sure. God, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know the, all the ins and outs of running a warehouse and distribution ministry, and uh, but that's where God said, you know what? I trust me. Uh, like, there do it you is. trust me? There it and uh, and my brother, my brother had been a huge influence in my life, and he said, Brian, he was God has taken care of you every step of the way. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and I mean, yep, I love since that. The time I left college, like every single step, God has always led me. And so, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, I don't understand how, like how that's different than other people. But I've never had a vision of like here's my career and. And here's what God's going to do, and this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Like I don't know the next step, and so but God does. Um, but right. God yeah. does. So I just yeah. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners out there, and again, because of the podcast and, and hearing this on our website, if you live in the Midwest, we, we launched with the local churches and businesses and volunteers and leaders, and we said, hey, we're ready to come. We've we've ide- God has identified the person that will lead. Uh, in Cedar Rapids for a period of time. And again, you know, we could say it's for two months or 20 years. I mean, God knows. Uh, we're looking for a building right now, Mike. We're looking okay. for a 20, 30,000 square foot building. Mm-hmm. We have a couple soft leads. We'll see where they go over the next couple of days. But Brian has told us, hey, when you have a building, when mm-hmm. you're ready to go, man, I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I'm and, going. You know, and I think we're being challenged by Brian's faith. He's ready to go, so God's going to provide that mm. that building. We just oh, continue absolutely. to believe him for absolutely. it. And that's going to show up big time. Absolutely. Brian, um Cedar Rapids is a beautiful city, and I can't Brian I I hope we're going to be able to meet each other out there at some point in the next, you know, 2 4 6 8 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um maybe a little bit sooner if a building comes, but uh, you're going to love Cedar Rapids. Um in 2008, and even last year, that city had some flooding. They sit along a river that from time to time does flood. Right. Uh, but the people in Cedar Rapids, uh, they were amazing. Quick story, Cedar Rapids. Um, we were there in 08. And that week, while on a missions trip, Mike, I don't want to go details, but the housing industry crashed. Okay. And the corporation that owned the company that I was helping lead, in essence, closed down. And they let all of us go. I mean, all of us. Really? The $15 an hour worker to the, the president and vice president. It didn't matter. I mean, they, and, and so <laughs> I'm in the mission field. I'm, it was the one trip my wow. wife wasn't with me. I just lost my job. Here, so here's the funny part to that story. General Mills has a plant in Cedar Rapids. Hmm. And so I didn't know this, but the last hour of the last day of eight days of hope in Cedar Rapids, I'm getting ready to go to my car, and as I'm walking to my car, I see orange everywhere. Orange, orange, orange. orange. As I get closer, I'm thinking, is that what I think it is? So somebody from General Mills had heard that I had lost my job 
while I was helping lead this ministry called Eight Days of Hope. Wow. And he didn't want my family not to go without eating. So they put about 140 boxes of Wheaties in my what? car. What? <laughs> Come on. I <laughs> ate Wheaties for months. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, it was amazing. I never heard that story. That's it's a amazing. great community, Brian. You're going to love that community. They're givers. And there's a network of churches, kind of like we saw in Houston with 4B. They're called Serve the City. Okay. And Serve the City mm. was our partner. And Brian, it's not only a bunch of churches of different denominations that come together, but also businesses and nonprofit ministries. And so the day you go there, you're going to have some instant friends that know us from 11 years ago. Mm. You're, you're going to love it. You really will. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be great. I it, I look at it as an adventure. I love adventures, and uh, I'm going to call him Christopher Columbus, man, because he is just, <laughs> he's setting out in that truck, Mike. Just out, yeah. Hey, but Brian, quick question: here. Are you still uh, Air Force Reserves? I am. Oh, yeah. thank you, so, Brian. Thank you for serving. Yeah. How does yeah. that fit so in with everything? A month, two weeks a year. Yeah. Okay. And so that's another part where you know I'll only be five hours from base. And so one week in a month, I'll, I'll go back to Grissom and, uh, and do my service there. Mm. Thank you for serving. It's, That's right. We have so many amazing veterans mm. that are part of Eight Days of Hope leadership team. I've, we've had other organizations say, man, you guys, you, got, you have a lot of people in the military because you guys are well-oiled, you know, by the minute. <laughs> uh, it's the Holy Spirit, of course. But, Brian, right. thank you for serving. Thank you for doing that as well. Brian, we only have a minute or two. How can listeners pray for Brian Dregitz as you go and move to Cedar Rapids to oversee our Midwest satellite. Yeah. Uh, well, right now I'm raising uh, funds so to uh, mm-hmm. my monthly support, so that way I can continue doing the missionary thing. Um, also, just wisdom uh, as I interact with people. Um, you know, I want to pour into lives. That's that's my ultimate goal. It's just to pour into mm-hmm. other people's lives. Oh, yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm going to a biblical counseling conference next week to help me be more trained as I interact with people and their, the issues going on. Um, so, yeah, so the monthly support side, sure. the wisdom uh, and instruction side, um, and then also, um, you know, we're on the road a lot. And so right now I'm praying for a travel trailer. I know God will provide mm-hmm. one, um, but something that I won't have to be sleeping on those floors anymore. Sure. Um, sure. At, uh, so, yeah, those, I probably, those would be my three, top three. Okay. So, Mike, I normally ask you to pray. Would you mind if I prayed for Brian today? Please do, Okay. Yes. And, Brian, before we do that, so you just heard of Brian's needs. Here's, here's somebody who takes many steps of faith, and he is following the lead of the Holy Spirit to be uh, a glimpse, a glimpse of our Father in Heaven, and, and He needs your prayers. He needs your support. You can go to globaloutreach.org, globaloutreach.org, and uh, just search the name Dregetz, Brian Dregetz. Um, he serves our country, and he serves for the kingdom, and he's living by faith, and he needs our support. And so I always tell people, you can pray, volunteer, and or donate. Well, with Brian right now, be praying for Brian and, um, and consider a donation. Also, a travel trailer. There are people out there today listening, That's and right. they've had a travel trailer sitting in their driveway hmm. that is a solid piece of equipment. It's not a, you know, necessary. don't hear this wrong way, a piece of junk, and, you know, here's $2,000 piece of equipment, now you got to go put 30 in it. But they're not using it, and they're looking for a way to donate. Um, you could donate it 
I haven't even talked to Brian, but you could donate it to Eight Days of Hope. You get a write-off, and heck, we'll let Brian use it. I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, you can do that. That's legal. You can do that legally because right now our two rapid response managers have a trailer that we own that they utilize. So when they're gone for 21 days, they have a, a safe place to sleep for those five, six hours oh, of that's sleep. Great. But if you have a travel trailer and you're intrigued by Brian's story, call us. I'll call you personally. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, you can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at 8daysofhope.com, or call us at 662-844-6934, info at 8daysofhope.com, or area code 662-844-6934. Brian, let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that we're friends of Brian Dragett's. We are honored to be his friend, Father. We thank you for his service to our country. We thank you for being a man of faith as he followed that vehicle to Lafayette, Louisiana, never knowing what you had in store. But, Lord, you continue to bless this young man. Father, we pray for the financial resources for him to serve in the way that he does. Father, I pray that listeners will be drawn to Brian and saying, you know what? Father, we want to be a part of that journey, and we're going we're gonna to sow in monthly, Father, mm-hmm. to, right. to this young man. Lord, I pray that you would provide those resources. Mm-hmm. Father, we pray for wisdom for all of us, for, for, for everyone on the team, Lord, for the other ministries that are out there today uh, serving in your name, Lord, Father. Mm-hmm. But wisdom for Brian as he moves and he figures out, where should I settle down? What church should I go to? Um, where should I, you know, all those things that come, Father, pray for wisdom. That's right. Pray for wisdom. And, Father, we pray for a travel trailer. Mm-hmm. Father, you are Jehovah Jireh. That's you right. already know what that looks like and how that is going to be provided. But, Father, we're going to stand with Brian in faith that That's you're right. going to either provide the resources or a travel trailer for this young man so he can travel the country and to help lead a ministry called Eight Days of Hope. We thank you for Brian. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We love you, Brian. Thank you. Thank I'm, you. I'm, and I'm serious, brother. We're a better organization because of people like you. But I'm honored. I really am. That's right. And I know Mike feels the same way. We're honored that we get a chance to serve with, with you and people like you mm-hmm. because we're better for it, because you make us better, Brian. And thank yeah. you so much. Right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I look forward to this. It'll be it'll be fun. Well, we're going to buy your book when you write it, Brian, because you got, <laughs> because you know again, I know God's got a special young lady out there. You might not know her yet, or maybe you know her. You never know, but um, God's got all this figured out for you. That's right. He's got to figure mm-hmm. it figured out. Love you, brother. Thank you. God bless you, man. Uh, Brian Dragitz, he's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope and just so thankful for, for Brian. And, and we're going to have a quick close today, but but just for a minute or so, what's going through your mind, Mike? Because I see your, your wheels are moving. You know, we were kind of joking about a book, but I, I think he should really step up and write a book about what it is to be a man of faith and take the steps and watch what God does. Um, and, and, and really lives for eternity, just wow. every moment. He lives for eternity. It's like not about me in this world Amen. right now. It's it's about eternity. Amen. He's living it. What a great example. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Amen. Love that. Hey, share that with somebody. Share the podcast with a friend that maybe is thinking about doing missions. But, hey, we're going to have a real short close about a minute when we get back. But you're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope here on WDCX. 
This crazy 2019 winter has done some serious damage to many roofs and gutters across western New York. If you're one of the homeowners who have been affected, repair your storm damage and prevent future damage with Niagara Gutter, western New York's premier gutter experts. With almost 60 years of service in the Buffalo community, they provide the absolute best quality gutters and service in the area with incredible prices. Niagara Gutter is dedicated to serving the Western New York community and has excelled not only at serving its customers, but also the community it serves. They work local, help local, and give local. That's why they've partnered with organizations like Eight Days of Hope and the Buffalo City Mission. Call Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider at 695-3500. Mention Eight Days of Hope to receive a 10% discount on your gutter service. Or check out their website at niagara-gutter.com. Niagara Gutter, Western New York's leading residential and commercial gutter provider. Hi, this is Robbie Raw. I have some exciting news. Are you a business owner that is honoring God in all you do by operating your company in a manner that is consistent with biblical principles? Then you're gonna to wanna to be listed in the upcoming Kingdom Business Bureau. This includes small and large business owners in the US and Canada. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Go to Kingdom Business Bureau at gmail.com for more information. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're gonna part with an existing ministry and for 14 days, we're gonna bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns. To join Steve and Mike, call 716-883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike, we have about 90 seconds, but I did want to cut off Brian. Mm -hmm. What an amazing man. Amazing. I'm loving these Saturdays. I mean, it's it just, it's taken us, <clears throat> my feet are like uh, two feet off the ground. Just listening to his story, the challenge, the walk. And, and, and just answer the call of God. It's awesome. I have goosebumps. <laughs> and, and I'm serious. I mean, just the Brian's step of faith along this journey blows my mind. Listeners, he yeah. asked for three things. Mm -hmm. Financial support. Go to globaloutreach.org, search the name Dregitz, or emails and say, hey, I was driving. I couldn't write anything down. You can email us at info at 8daysofhope.com. You can contact us through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll get you that information. Pray for wisdom. And he's looking for a travel trailer. Yeah. And we didn't pray for him, but we are keeping it in our minds a helpmate. Yes. <laughs> I, I yes. just, when, when you were praying, Steve, and, yes. and he's mentioned a trailer, I thought, 
I just picture a, a nice, lovely help partner that loves the ministry, loves God, yes. would love him yes. to join him in that trailer, yes. travel in the country together. Oh, what a power couple they would be. Oh, yes. Power not for the world's eyes power, but power right. in the Holy Spirit in, in, of making a difference. That's it. Man. That's it. Mike, what a great day. Thank you, brother. Thank oh, you. Oh, I love today. This today, was good. Today, this was good. Good stuff. Yeah, it so was. Hey, it was. Have a great rest of your day, weekend. Yes. Love you, man. You as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to know more about the ministry of 8 Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Have you liked us on Facebook yet, Instagram or Twitter? 8 Days of Hope Buffalo is around the corner. March 21st, an informational meeting at, at Antioch Baptist Church on Fillmore in Buffalo. Starts at 9 in the morning, March 21st. If you want to learn more about what God is planning for us to do in Buffalo in July, we're going to make some announcements that day. And then on April 1st, no joke, April 1st, we're going to do a press conference more information, go to 8daysofhope.com. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello, Hope Reigns, a broadcast here of 8 Days of Hope on WDCX. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.